Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Coach's Corner. You just got me again this week, and I'm recording this during quite a thunderstorm here in Austin, Texas. Texas is notorious for having pretty epic thunderstorms, so you may hear some during this episode. We'll see. It's been pretty loud over here. I've been waiting for it to calm down, but then I thought, what a perfect backdrop for the topic I'm going to be talking about today, which is how to stay calm, stay sane, stay grounded during really intense times, times of division, times of uncertainty, times of fear, times of chaos, times of challenge, which I think is a good summation of what a lot of this year has been for so many of you. And I got a lot of requests and questions after the last Coach's Corners episodes I did when I was just talking to you. And many of you really love the meditation I did two weeks ago. So I'm really happy about that. If you missed that, go back and listen to Thinking and Leading Part Two. And there's a meditation at the end of that episode that could be helpful for you during these during this time. But as I was saying, I got a lot of requests for more tips. You know, what can we do during this time? to not only serve others, but to really, really help ourselves. So today I wanted to give you 10 tips and this isn't rocket science. None of these are going to be mind blowing. <laughs> these are probably going to be reminders of things, you know, you probably should be doing. And we'll talk about that should thing in a moment or just reinforcements of what you're already doing. Sometimes when there's so much going on externally in the world, that, that chaos and that division that we experience externally, it often influences us internally. So the chaos outside makes it more difficult to create calm inside. We start to feel more chaotic inside. Anxiety, worry, fear, worst case scenario thinking, even paranoia, those types of things. And when we feel so much division and separation outside, often we experience that inside. Division from our authentic voice, really being able to discern our inner knowing and our intuition, division or separation from spirit, God, universe, that, that higher power that we connect with, division from our goals, division from our self-care practices. So we want to make sure that we, as spiritual beings having a human experience, have routines and structures and things in place, daily practices that keep us really aligned with who we truly are. And who we truly are is not chaotic and divided. That's not our essence. That's not who we are. Who we are is love. Who we are is infinite potential. Who we are is well and healthy and abundant and capable. Who we are is compassionate for ourselves and others. And who we are is infinitely connected to all that is to all that is. And so it's important to keep that in mind and not get lost in the goings on of the external world. Before we dive into the 10 things that maybe you should consider doing, let's discern the difference between a should that's like shooting on yourself that comes from ego and expectations of yourself or from others or society and comparison Versus a should that actually is your intuition, your higher self trying to communicate a need. So the first one, 
the shoulds that feel like I'm shouldn't all over myself that come from expectation, comparison, so on and so forth are things like, I should be making more money because so-and-so in a similar job is making more money. I should be on social media more. I should lose those 10 pounds because that it will give me a body that's more in a line with what society says, whatever that means. I should be married at this age. I should fill in the blank. You can feel those shoulds, right? They come from lack. They come from thinking that we're less than. They come from trying to fill a void and they don't feel good. When you should on yourself that way, it feels shitty. You can just feel the difference. But those, those little nudges of shoulds that are actually more needs are things like, oh man, I really should be meditating. I have a lot more anxiety or eating a bag of potato chips and going, oh, I really should have more vegetables and less processed food or getting out of bed and feeling stiff and thinking, oh man, I should really be stretching. So those kinds of shoulds we can replace with, I need, I need to be meditating. I need to be eating better. I need to be stretching. And it's a different kind of feeling when we think those kinds of shoulds, which are really needs, it feels like, yeah, this is something I really need to do. Whereas the other shoulds, feel like pressure, feel like expectation, and just feel yucky because we're in a place where we're not feeling good about ourselves. So the tips I'm going to give you today will probably echo some of those shoulds you're hearing. (laughs) I should work on my stuff. I should be eating better. I should be meditating, so on and so forth. And really these aren't shoulds, these are needs. These are things your intuition is quietly whispering, (laughs) nudging you to do. And I know sometimes it's hard. And I'm going to give a story of one of my shoulds that was whispering for a while and I didn't listen and then life made me listen. (laughs) So I'll give an example as I'm going through these. But again, as you're listening, just see if you can commit to taking these on and see if you can really feel into which ones are most important for you and which ones you haven't been doing. All right. Okay. So just take a deep breath. Breathing. It's not one of my 10, but wow, is it important in times of stress when we really need to be breathing deeply and slowly, we usually don't. (laughs) So just notice when you hold your breath, maybe set a timer on your phone every 15 minutes to remind you to take a deep breath and a nice deep belly breath, not just in your chest or throat, but a nice deep belly breath. So let's try another one and let it out with a sigh. All right. So these are in no particular order. First, meditate and clear your energy. So We are highly energetic beings. I have so many people that listen to the show. So many people in this tribe are empaths and are sensitive. And so clearing your energy and spiritual hygiene is really important. And look, it doesn't need to be fancy or complicated. It just needs to have intention behind it. And during the day, even if we're not outside interacting with people, we're on our computer, we're on phone calls, we're on social media, and we just pick up stuff. And it's important to clear that. We take physical showers to clean our bodies. So we need to clean our energetic self as well. Easy ways you can do it. You can just set the intention and ask 
your spirits and guides, universe, to clear you, to clear your energy. So sometimes I say, Mother, Father, God, all beings of the highest, please clear my energy of anything that's no longer serving me, anything that's not mine, anything that's not for the highest good. And so it is. And then I imagine just a beautiful white light, like in white, if, if rain could be a color, it would be like a white blue color. And I just imagine it washing over me and anything that no longer serves me leaving through my feet, going into mother earth where it can be transmuted back into love and creation. So that's one you can do just as a visualization. If you want to get fancier about it, you can set an intention and use sage or Palo Santo. You can use one thing that I really love to use is rose spray. So just Google it, search for rose spray, or put some essential oils in a spray bottle and spray and clear your energy. You can even take a shower at night and ask to be energetically cleared. Again, the accessories, whether it be spray or a candle or sage or rose spray or whatever, aren't as important as the intention. So it's just that intention of clearing. You can also just take your hands up in the air, set the intention to clear and move your hands down through your field all the way to your feet very, very slowly. Imagine that you're pushing stuff out. And then after that, just ask to be surrounded, protected and filled with love and light from the highest source and see this beautiful bubble all around you, protecting you from any of the ich and letting in all of the Mm, all of the love. So that's something on a daily basis to do. And if throughout the day you feel like you've been energetically slimed or you judge someone or you felt judged by someone or something just was off, you can just imagine that you have a sword and you're just cutting energetic ties, cutting anything away from you that doesn't serve you. But you are your own best guru when it comes to these things. So find a way that really works for you. Same with meditation. doesn't matter how you meditate, how long you meditate, when you meditate. It's just about doing it. There are so many apps out there that help. There are so many programs. There are so many meditation teachers. Steph and I are coming out, and we'll have it within the next month, a guided breath work and meditation series that I think you guys are going to love as well. The point is there's endless guided meditations and visualizations that you can use that are even free. And here's the thing. You don't even need any of those. What you can do is just sit quietly, set your timer for five minutes, 20 if you're feeling like you need a little extra. Dalai Lama has said once that the more busy my life is, the longer I meditate. I think that's very wise. Just set the timer and breathe and just listen to your breath. And the mind will wander. Please don't think you can't meditate because your mind wanders. I've been meditating for 20 years. My mind still wanders. It's bringing it back, bringing it back, bringing it back. Notice it wanders, bring it back with the breath. But this internal focus is so important when there's so much external distractions and when our nervous system is so overstimulated. So please make time to meditate. And I'm still on tip one. There's many things in this one. <laughs> and pray. Pray. If your simplest prayer is please and thank you, that's a prayer. Please fill in the blank and thank you, fill in the blank. And even just saying please and thank you with intention, trust that God will know what you mean. 
And I think this is a time when prayer is really, really important. There are so many people right now suffering more than they ever have in their life. You don't need to know who they are or what they're suffering from. Just pray for anyone suffering. And another thing that I pray for is just that the truth and love rise to the top. That, ah, and here comes more rain, <laughs> that anything of an impure, false nature be revealed. And one of the prayers that I was given back many months ago that I shared with you is, God, please send divine daggers of light into the hearts of the people that need it most. So we want to pray for people that are maybe not doing what's best for all of us as well. And my prayer is send divine daggers of light into the hearts of those who need it most. Next, work on your stuff. (laughs) There's two parts I want to say to this. One, nurture that inner child. Nurture that inner child. You've heard me say since March that the uncertainty we're experiencing, the fear we're experiencing externally is going to trigger our inner child. So we need to check in with that inner child and nurture it. This past weekend, Steph and I hosted our second inner child level one. There's going to be a level two starting September 25th. And it's not too late to be part of the live one, the level two one on the 25th. And it will be recorded if you can't make it live. We're offering you both the recording of inner child one and to be able to complete it and join us live for inner child two or get the recording of that. Basically, we're offering you inner child one and inner child two, level one and level two as a bundle. So if you want more information on that, you really want to do your inner child work, go to christinehassler.com slash inner child bundle. And we'll put that link in the show notes as well. And that's where you'll find all the information on that page. A quick tip for nurturing your inner child, just get a picture of yourself when you were little. If you don't have one, draw one and look into those little one's eyes and connect and ask what he or she needs. And next, work your stuff, meaning work your triggers. I saw a post from one of my friends on Facebook and he wrote, I figured out why so-and-so triggers me so much. I'm not even going to say who. It's because I was bullied as a kid and he's a bully and I can't see past that. I get so triggered by him. And he went on to talk about how he worked through some more of those memories from being bullied and that helped him see the person that he was triggered by with more clarity. doesn't mean all of a sudden he liked that person. doesn't mean that it condoned his actions or anything like that. But he was able not to have such a charge whenever he thought of this person or saw this person. And so I encourage you to do that, whether it be someone you know or a famous person or a political figure. If you get really charged about any situation, really anything, Think about what it's triggering because there's a difference between having your opinion based on your own thinking and research and being so triggered and emotionally reacting. And that's uncomfortable. That's uncomfortable. And I see so many people right now so upset. And I'm not saying that the goal during tumultuous times, again, when so many people are divided and suffering to live in this la-la, everything's great, let me just work my triggers and like forget about the rest of the world. <laughs> Not saying that at all. 
What I am saying is when we come from that emotionally reactive place, we're less innovative, we're less compassionate, and we're more separated. When we can work through our triggers, we can see things clearly, and then we can really be the activists and thought leaders and contributors to society that I know so many of you feel really called to be. So work your process and work your triggers. You don't really want to live in a highly reactive, upset state. Yeah, sometimes that happens. That's, that's life. But to live in that more often than you live in acceptance and calm, not healthy for anything. Your immune system, your nervous system, your relationships, any of those things. So that was two. Nurture that inner child and do your own work. Manage your triggers. We'll start to speed up now. Those were the two densest ones. Tool number three, move your body. You know this, you know this. So why aren't you doing it? Move your body. If you, for whatever reason, can't go outside or feel like you don't have a place to go, there's a gazillion videos on YouTube, everything from yoga to Tai Chi to Tabata to boot camp to dance. Move that body of yours. Maybe just work on the floor instead of sitting at your desk and stretch while you're working. But you've got to move that energy. That will help with a lot of the anxiety as well, just moving it out of your body, getting that heart rate up, sweating, move, 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 move. Super important. Tip four, and you just kind of take the movement into tip four, which is get outside and also connect to the earth. So I talked a couple episodes ago about the importance of vitamin D getting in the sunshine, breathing the fresh air, getting barefoot and putting your feet in the ground, leaning up against a tree, listening to the wind, getting your feet in water. Super important, all of these things. And maybe you want to connect to the earth even more. Maybe you want to start gardening. Maybe you want to start composting. Maybe you want to plant flowers. Maybe you want to be a little more conscious of how much trash you consume or water you use to see if you can really get more in harmony with the earth. Because again, it feels a little chaotic and divided out there. But the one thing we all share is this planet. And so get out in it, breathe it in, move your body in it, kiss the ground, kiss the earth, be grateful for it and take good care of it because it takes care of you. Tip number five, connect. So many of you have been really, really isolated. And it's time to connect. If you don't feel like you can do that safely in physical form, get creative, go to a park. You can still be six feet apart if that's what makes you feel like you can relax and enjoy, but find a way to connect with other human beings, not just virtually. Find a way. I know you can, because it's so important to connect with humanity It's important not to fear each other and be scared of each other, to really connect with each other and see if you can take your current level of connections deeper. See if instead of the conversation about politics or COVID or your kids not going back to school or whatever it may be, see if you can take it beyond that because that's just what's happening in the outside world. See if you can take it into something deeper. This is what I'm scared of. This is how I'm feeling. This is what's happening in my relationship. Here's where I am in my spiritual journey. Get deeper, more authentic, more vulnerable. Your heart will thank you for it. Tip number six, serve someone else. 
I talked a little bit about this in the last episode as well. But one thing that opens our heart so much is doing something for someone else. It can be super simple, baking a meal, calling and checking on someone, sending someone flowers. If you want to be an angel and don't really know how to do it, one thing that we're doing that you probably know of is gave away $5,000 this month in personal development grants. So 10, $500 gifts to people. People applied for it told us, you know, what they were going through, how COVID had impacted them. And it was wonderful to be able to give 10 people $500. And we scholarshiped a lot of other people into programs. And we have the opportunity to make you an angel to one of the 300 people that applied. So if you would love to financially gift someone some personal development, therapy, wellness, time with a healer, just whatever they need, and all you need to do is email jill at christinehasser.com, say, I'd like to be an angel. And it doesn't matter how much you want to give. Maybe you want to give 50 bucks, maybe a hundred bucks, maybe 500, maybe a thousand. It totally anything is beautiful and amazing and generous. Just email Jill. She'll put you in touch with someone who applied and you can coordinate directly with that person. The money will not go through us. It'll go directly from you to that person. We're just the facilitators. We're just helping to facilitate more service, more angels, and more people feeling like they're receiving support, like people really do care. So again, if you're interested in being an angel, go to jill at christinehassler.com. Tip number seven, take a 30-day break from your favorite unhealthy, suming, numbing, or pick-me-up device. So I told you in the intro, this was one that caught up with me. I loved my coffee, loved my coffee. And for years I heard, oof, I don't really think I should be drinking this because I have a delicate adrenal system, a delicate endocrine system and coffee, not so great for those kinds of systems. I don't do well with a lot of stimulus, can't watch scary movies, don't like super loud noises. You don't want to take me to a rock concert in a small place. I'll be miserable. Anyway, well, those aren't really happening right now, but you know what I mean. I, about two years ago, my adrenal started to really poop out and I started to have a lot more anxiety and I just knew, okay, time to quit coffee. And I quit at cold turkey and boy, did it make a difference in my energy levels. So I want you to think of something that you can take a 30 day break from. It doesn't have to be something you consume. It could be something like coffee, alcohol, sugar, one of those things, whatever your go-to is. Or it could be Netflix. It could be porn. Just something that you know is a soothing, a numbing, or pick-me-up device. Take a break for 30 days and see what happens when you make those kind of choices that really support the direction you want to go. It's a lot easier to get there. And I'd love to hear what you choose. So maybe post it on Instagram, on, on your stories as a quote, as a, you know, one of those quote type cards and say, I'm giving up blah, blah, blah for 30 days. I'm giving up Netflix for 30 days, or I'm giving up my Pringles for 30 days or whatever it is and tag me because I'd love to, I'd love to support you. And this brings us to number eight. And you know this, just cut back or out on processed food. I have an agreement with myself. If it's pretty much more than five or six ingredients and I don't know what an ingredient is, 
doesn't come into my house. <laughs> I won't do it. But the processed foods, the stuff with all the chemicals and, and, and additives and the wheat and the sugar and all those things, it's, it, it's lower vibration, everybody. And to put it directly, we're really in a time where there's a shift in consciousness happening and you want to do whatever you can to keep your vibration up, keep your vibration up, keep your vibration up. And when you're drinking alcohol and when you're eating low vibrational food, food that's dead, food that's processed, food that's not even food, it's just made up from a bunch of chemicals, you're lowering your frequency. So it's hard enough to keep our vibe up in times of challenge with all the stress going on. Don't make it even harder on your body and your system by eating food that's just bleh, high energy, vibrant food, fruits, vegetables, those kinds of things, high vibrancy. And meat, if you're a meat eater, just make sure you're eating pasture-raised, grass-fed, sustainably sourced, wild-caught, all those kinds of things. But really fill your diet up with those healthy fruits and vegetables and just alive foods. All right, speaking of energy, fast from your cell phone. You know, everybody talks about intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting is so amazing. I do a 16 hour fast or some people 20 hour fast. And it's like all been all the rage in the diet industry. Do that with your cell phone. Do a 12 hour fast every day from your cell phone. Turn it off at 8 PM and don't turn it on again to 8 AM or pick whatever time works for you. And definitely turn off your Wi-Fi at night. Oh my gosh. If you do these two things, a fast from your cell phone, and turn off your Wi-Fi at night, you will notice a difference. I promise you, humans aren't designed for so much EMF and blue screens. We're just not. And the final tip is please have some fun. Have some fun. I know probably many of your fun plans were canceled. Birthday parties, weddings, graduations, vacations, trips, times with friends. It's been a real bummer. <laughs> it's been a real expectation hangover. I get it. But you gotta have some fun and not take everything so seriously, not get so caught up in everything that's going on in the world. Play a game, play charades or Pictionary. When's the last time you played that? Have fun, listen to funny comedy, laugh, laugh at yourself. Please don't take it all too seriously. You know me, I'm, I'm big on emotional growth and processing and all of that, but we can't live in that majority of the time. We need fun, light, fun, child play. So why don't you have some fun today? Like, don't wait. If you have to schedule fun in, fine, but just find a way to do it. Maybe after you're done with this podcast, go listen to some comedy, have some laughs, be silly. Cause you know what laughter does? Well, it's really good for your immune system. It's really good for your nervous system and it raises your vibration. So give yourself permission to have fun. Don't feel guilty about it. All right, everybody. I hope that was helpful to you. I hope that some of these tips really resonated with you. I'm excited to hear which ones you're going to take on. And there's probably more. So think about what you could add to this to increase your mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health. Because the more of us that do that, the more we raise our frequency, the more we're in that more innovative, proactive, responsive, not reactive state that's where we come together. That's where we can deal with a lot of the things and challenges in the world that we're faced with right now. We've got to put the oxygen mask on ourselves first and feel that wholeness, that calm, that higher frequency, 
And then we're better equipped to deal with 2020 and beyond. All right, everybody, that is the show for today. As always, thank you so much for listening, sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time.